Hello, I'm Stephanie Belcher. And I'm Del Belcher, and welcome to Learn, Learn to, to Like, like each, each Other. How are you today, Delbert? Stephanie. Delbert. We're back. Yeah. We're back, baby. I don't know I even know. I don't know how long we been away. It's been at least two weeks at least two weeks i don't even well here's the thing there's a lot of stuff going on times they are a changing for me i work at a college and as you might know when college starts everything's crazy and i've just been super busy with work and it's just made life crazy but then you have busy too i started a new job that has more responsibilities and so when it came time to record we both looked at each other and said i love you i can't do it i'm too tired our podcast is about relationship advice and my advice is if you're too tired just go to bed <laughs> just take a nap well i gave birth to carly on like a tuesday or a wednesday and i'm 90 percent sure we recorded her birth story that Sunday or Monday, mm-hmm. I've been more tired now than I was after that. Yes. But you're doing a good job. I Well, and I Googled how long it takes to transition jobs. It's like, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? And it said emotionally it takes about three months. So I figured, okay, that's cool. I can do that. You're doing really well, considering that we have a toddler and I have a crazy job, and you have a new job, I think you're doing really well. Did I tell you I talked to some of my girlfriends, and I told them that the new job transition takes three months, and then they made a joke that they once had a horrible job that was going to last. It was only supposed to last six months, but mm-hmm. then it lasted seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. 10, 11, 12, and every day they'd come to work and say, I can do anything for 12 months. <laughs> I can do anything for a year and a half, and mm-hmm. it just gradually grew to... And then you, then you just then you just learn and you grow and you become a better, stronger person. But what else have you been up to? Stephanie, um, I oh, fun story. This past weekend I went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin for a conference and I got a picture with the bronze fawns. You did. <laughs> I think the beautiful thing is I used to live in Milwaukee because I'm from Wisconsin. I could so see when your the school. bronze fawns first went up. I can see your school from uh, my hotel. Yeah. But the bronze fonts, it's very short. He He's not tall. He's not. Henry Winkler's a small man. But he's, I like to call him petite. petite. <laughs> and it's so funny because in, if you ever watch Happy Days? Once or twice. Because in Happy Days, he's like so cool. But Henry Winkler, Winkler, the actor, is like super dorky. Isn't he super in dorky? Real life. Doesn't he have 10 kids and volunteer? Yeah, and do really I don't know. But his statue stuff. is... Producer James. <laughs> Tell us what Henry Winkler does. He's, it's very short, but it's so fun, and I love that I took a picture. And it was meaningful because when I was a kid, I would watch. Uh, I would go to my grandparents' house, and we would. My grandpa was like, "We're gonna watch Happy Days," and I'm like eight. Okay, Grandpa, I get all this diet, caffeine-free Coca-Cola, and all the cookies I want. I'll watch whatever. <laughs> and he had an obeta. Tape. I'll watch Mash. He for had this. recorded like. All, like the whole complete series of Happy Days on beta tape. And so we'd watch Happy Days and he'd go. He had a beta? Yeah. My dad had a beta. So we'd watch Happy Days and he'd go on and on about the virtues of beta and how it was better than um, 
you know, VHS or whatever. It's true. Sony never <laughs> distributed the patent, I think. And uh, so, now I, need so to I, I have this like deep, passionate love for Happy Days and Beta Max tape players. And getting a picture with the Bronze Fawns was something that I had um, been wanting to do for a long time. But there's also a RoboCop statue in Detroit. So now I think I want to get that. Who would win in a fight? RoboCop, Robocop. or Bronze? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So not, not even, don't even ask that silly question. No, I'm looking at beta, but I'm getting off topic. So this is Learn to Like Each Other. Learn it's a relationship like- show from two... I haven't done this introduction in forever. Uh, it's relationship toe from two people that like each other very, very much. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a relationship article in a few minutes. Yeah, re- relationship research. This is less for you, the listeners, because we know that you're big, deep fans. This is more for us to remember what's going on. Um, <laughs> oh, update. Yes. Love Island. Did we ever talk about who won Love Island? No, we didn't. Okay, Stephanie, drum roll. Do we, do we spoil it or do we let people find out even though it's... It's everywhere now, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Not the American version, the British version, because the American version is garbage. It's garbage. It's terrible. Um, so who won? It was... Amber. Amber. And what's his name? They broke up already. Craig. Cr- what? So the show happened in like early August, and I keep up to date with all of their Instagrams. They already broke up. Aw. Well, they each Sad split, they split some money. Yeah. They lived in different countries. They did. So I'm sure that the Brexit is all a big deal. Probably. I don't um, know. But are Molly and Tommy together still? I don't know, but I always check on Mora and Curtis. How are they? They're still together. Oh, good. He's he dancing the, the, his life away over on the British television. I don't think so. Okay. His brother is. Oh, very fun. Well, okay. So there's that. Oh, we have a special guest. Yes. Would you like to introduce the, that situation? So you guys probably know our friends, Aaron and Scott. They've been on the podcast before. They got married. Oh, yeah. They got married. Did we talk about that? No. no. <laughs> so they got married. And Dell does another podcast with Aaron. At any rate, my brain is freezing. Sam. No, I was going to do a longer history story. Oh, longer history. Okay, never mind. Continue. So we got a message from our friend Scott saying his friend Sam wanted to learn more about podcasting. would you like the Maid of Honor? Yeah, she was ma- matron. matron of Honor. Yeah. We have a very special Matron of Honor guest. Uh, so she's here with us today just learning about podcast stuff. Um, she's going to be starting her own podcast in a few months called Now What? where she wants to talk to survivors of trauma and learn about how they've overcome and worked with some of the stuff that they've gone through. That's so beautiful. Whenever that comes out, we can share that too so you guys know about yeah, it. Drop it in the feed and uh, send that your way. I think you all really love it. I think so. But yeah, so yeah. We yeah, we saw you at the wedding and now we see you here. Welcome. <laughs> um, okay, Stephanie. So I think that's all the shenanigans. What... I had one that I put in that old memory bank to bring up, and I just spaced out. It'll come back. It'll come back. So learn to like each other. We talk about relationship stuff, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. (laughs) So what do you got for us today? You've had like four weeks to think about an article. You've got to have something. So it better be good. (laughs) It's garbage. So I found a new article that came out in the last month or so. 
talking about Great Expectations, not the book, <laughs> which is like the most depressing book of all time. Top five. I learned also from my grandpa, if you don't expect much, you'll never be disappointed. Well, <laughs> ruin, ruin the article for me. <laughs> Oh, is that? Oh, keep going. Just go. Just run with it. Um, but it's a research article from the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's called, the first three words are, a nice surprise. <laughs> what is that? A nice surprise. Sacrifice expectations and partner appreciation in romantic relationships. That... The nice surprise is throwing me off. <laughs> it threw the, me off, The too. rest of it is very academic and wordy, but that makes sense. In grad school, we always joked about how it wasn't an article until there was a colon in it. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, colon, long thesis? Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's got to be. It's yeah. got to be. Where's your colon? Not real That's research. That's why I learned to like each other. Colon, a look into the history of popular research articles about relationships, et cetera. Et cetera. That's At it. all. At all. So this article is talking about, what is it talking about? Okay, let me get to my notes. <laughs> uh, so there's good parts about having a romantic relationship, as some people might know. And some of those benefits, there are many. Are a nice surprise. Or Especially whatever. for men, the, the cardiac stuff. But yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, why? Because of the exercise you get in a relationship. No. Long-term relationships make you not die as early for men for men but for women anyway that's not what this is talking about (laughs) um so a benefit of a romantic relationship is that it can provide support and help when you need it Mm -hmm. and then another benefit is that you can accommodate or help each other by sacrificing or compromising yeah hopefully hopefully maybe maybe tell me about this because i feel like i remember one time when you worked in detroit and you drove for three hours every day. And I did a lot of dishes. I sacrificed my perfect little hands into wrinkly, <laughs> blistery, wet piles of mush. That was my sacrifice. And I sacrificed a three-hour drive every day to bring <laughs> home that bacon. You did bring home But you bacon. fried it up in the pan. I did fry the bacon up. Um, but So I appreciate the sacrifice you made. <laughs> Ditto. So is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Cool. Well, tell me, tell me more. Uh, well, so the article talked about how expectations that you might have in a relationship shape how you react to how your partner sacrifices. Oh, okay. So this research comes to us from the hotbed of relationship research in the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's still interesting. Uh, so a team of They're called close relationship researchers. What does that mean? I don't know. I like the sound of that. I do too. I feel like I'm like that. I'm that. I just go around and I find people who are sitting next to each other and I just like look at them. I'm a close relationship (laughs) researcher. Uh, So these researchers tracked 126 couples and they tracked them for eight days for each couple. And so when they tracked them, the research they did is each day they had each partner report the sacrifices that they supposedly made. So what sacrifices did you make? Which ones did the other partner make, etc.? And they defined sacrifice not as like cutting the rabbit open or something. How many lambs did you slaughter? (laughs) Did you bring it up to the top of the hill? Doesn't count. (laughs) Is the altar still put back together? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they define sacrifice as giving up something you want in order to accommodate or help your partner. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I get that. I feel like the word sacrifice is so strong that defining it was helpful. Because sacrifice. sacrifice to me is like sacrifice. It sounds like a big, like, I'm giving up all of these things. Yeah. But it's more like, do you help your partner? You accommodate what they wanted? Good. Is sacrifice. this just like, here's how not to be a dick? We have ruined it again. <laughs> Like, I feel like, yeah, you need to sacrifice. I'm a, I don't know why yet specifically because you haven't told me, but I do feel that it's a big and it's important. Yeah. But tell me, continue. Um, so in addition to reporting how much each partner sacrificed, uh, they also talked about a bunch of other stuff. They also asked them their level of satisfaction in the relationship, how grateful they were to their partner and how much they respected their partner. Okay. So that was giving the researchers a baseline for like relationship satisfaction and quality. Okay. And then additionally, they also asked people four questions about what they expected of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And it was four different questions that were like, agree, don't agree. So people need to sacrifice to preserve a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. which you would score. Agree. Agree. (laughs) I think I spaced out. I think agree. Right? Uh, People need, I'll say it again. Uh, People need to sacrifice to preserve a healthy relationship. Yes. No, I think you need to just accept me how I am. I was born this way. (laughs) Deal with it. That'll. I am who I am. That'll be great. You will have no issues ever. Uh, I expect my partner to sacrifice in our relationship. I guess I agree. I don't know if I I do. I don't think I expect you. I don't expect it, but it's nice. It'd be like, if you did, cool, but I don't love you because of how you will sacrifice. I love you for who you are. That's good, because baby, I was born this way. (laughs) The third is, in general, sacrificing is a necessary component of close relationships. Yeah, I would agree. I would say yes. It's interesting because I feel like I don't expect you to sacrifice, but I would say for number three, I agree that in a good relationship, you give up stuff for each other. Yeah. I so mean, like you... they're kind of confounding, mm-hmm. but eh. it's very interesting. And then number four, it is normal to engage in sacrifices in close relationships. Pause. Pretend that sacrifices means animal and now imagine <laughs> it because that's is, what I'm is doing. Is this the nice surprise from the title? <laughs> surprise! <laughs> Uh, a little known fact, if you do animal sacrifices once a week with your partner, you will have a, a more healthy love life. I thought you were going to say a really smelly basement. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Okay. Uh, so the fourth is it's normal to engage in sacrifices in close relationships. Yeah, I'd say so. I think and it's. I think you, you're right. We think of sacrifices as these big grand things, but it could be just like, you know, what kind of grapes you want or something. It's yeah. like little things. Like, you always let me buy the dark roast coffee. Yeah, which is great. I love it. I yeah, find lighter roasts more flavorful. Hmm. Um, however, the dark roast, sometimes I need that kick in the teeth, and I just really enjoy it. <laughs> Good. And I sacrifice that. And that's, that's fine. Like, I'm not, like, mad about it. Like, it's just, like, whatever, you know? Uh, so the research found that, so they tracked them for eight days. On days when partners perceived their partner had sacrificed for them, mm-hmm. they were more grateful, had more respect for their partners, and were more satisfied in their relationship. 
when you perceived that they had sacrificed. Perfect. I'm glad you picked that up. Yes. So when you think your partner's doing stuff for you, you're happy about it. Basically, when you write down nice things that someone does for you, you feel better. Okay, Del. What? We we need to stop skipping to the end. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm like going and I love it. I just think it's really good. (laughs) Um, And... They were even happier if their expectations for sacrifice were really low, which brings me back to what you started with. <laughs> the grapes. Yes. I expect well, you to sacrifice um, your love for reality television that you watch wrestling with me every day. Never going to happen. I would be very disappointed if that was my expectation. Wait, so I have to give up like The Bachelorette to watch wrestling? Yeah. They're on, <laughs> they're on at the same time, babe. Mm. See, that's 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 an ex- would that be an but, example of like? But like they have live streaming, so we could just trade right. off. Listen, I'm just saying, I'm giving it an example. Live streaming is not the right word, is it? Okay, yes, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, don't be ridiculous with your expectations. However, when people had high expectations of sacrifice, they weren't as appreciative of sacrifices, and they did not have the same level of gratitude, respect, or satisfaction. So when you expect more, your overall quality in your relationship was less. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I get that. Now, that isn't to say, that's not to say you should, if someone's treating you poorly, you should just expect that that's how they treat you all the time. I don't, I don't think it's talking about that. I think okay. it's talking about if you expect that your partner is always going to pick up the kids, come home, do all the dishes, have everything clean, have dinner, if you just expect that then you're not probably going to be as grateful, as satisfied, or as respectful. Mm-hmm. But if you just expect to see your partner and then they have done that stuff, you're going to be hmm. happier about it. Sorry, I heard the noon thing go off and I didn't... There's the noon... Is that a Midwestern thing? Mm-hmm. Like at noon on every first Saturday of the month, the tornado siren goes off. I think it's because it's noon. Yeah, at noon on the first Saturday of the month. That's the town I grew up in. It was every noon. Really? What day is it anyway? It's the Saturday. Sixth? Yeah, it's the first Saturday of the month. I thought I could be wrong. I guess I don't know. You know what? There, there's. We'll just have to wait till next Saturday to find out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> I feel like we've had this conversation before. Uh, so there's kind of this thing that happens because over time they also found that. The longer you're with someone, the more that you just kind of gradually expect that they'll do stuff, Mm -hmm. which is also fair because in a relationship, you need to have some dependability. (laughs) It's like I'm thinking like, oh, my socks on the ground. Oh, my pants on the ground. Oh, everything's just on the ground all the time. I'm really sorry that you have to deal with that. You must have very low expectations of me. So over time, you kind of expect your partner to do things like pick up their socks <laughs> or their pants. Um, but that might be kind of a double-edged sword because the more you expect, um, you basically the less of everything. And in the end, kind of like the other point that you said, it ends up killing your gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. What can you do about it? What can I do about it? The article was good because it gave like five or six different ideas for what you could do about it, but I picked some of the highlights. This is good. I'm excited for this part because 
I'm like, well, I don't want to. I know. Now I you're don't... just like Debbie Downer. It's no, like no. nothing. I don't want to live a life where I'm just like, I don't get anything or whatever. Like, I just feel like to, to yeah, not, that's not right either. To not expect anything. That is, just seems like a really like bummer way to live. Like everything's just going to be miserable and then you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Sorry, Grandpa. I love you. I don't think that's good advice. <laughs> I agree because you do need, if you're in a romantic relationship, I feel like it's fair that you need to have some level of dependability on each other. I expect that we are romantic and have a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but what does that mean? Okay. So something that's interesting is uh, you should highly, I mm-hmm. highly, highly recommend according to this research article, talking with your partner about what your personal expectations are for support. Because in the study, they interviewed each partner separately and asked them what their expectations are. And then they did a correlation analysis, seeing if the two partners' expectations lined up. Mm -hmm. And the correlation was, the R was 0.11, which in a correlation is like low and scattered. So there was no correlation between partners' expectations, which is indicating people are not talking about their expectations with each other. But that's a very easy thing that you could do. Like Mm -hmm. you just get out a piece of paper, write down three expectations, and share them with your partner. Okay. That sounds really easy. And so, and if you are on the same page expectation-wise, you will be happier. Yeah. Happier, satisfied, and what was the third one? More, more higher levels of more respect. More vivacious. Vivacious. Uh, so another thing that you can do is you can remind yourself to thank your partners for doing what's considered their job. Mm-hmm. So the job is in a in, mo- in a lot of relationships you end up having like that division of labor in the household. Like I usually do most of the laundry. And then you do a lot of the dishes. So if we just remember to always thank our partner for like the quote unquote job things. Yeah. It increases those levels of gratitude. I did this with you yesterday. You did. I'm going to toot a horn. But I want to know what your feedback is. Because lately we've gone in different seasons of, I call it. Think, think of the tune from Rent, but it's seasons of grocery shopping. (laughs) That is one where we've traded off a lot. Where you hate it. I've got. I and, don't you hate got, it as much and, as I do. And that's the used thing, to. because you're not going Saturday mornings at my. That's where the garbage and... people are. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but you've been going after work on Fridays, and you and it's just been like the thing that you've done. And like, I still don't expect you to do it. We talk, hey, are you going to do it? And you know, yeah, I'm going to. That's something we never talked about. Last Monday, I went grocery shopping and it was pure hell. (laughs) It was every old man that ever existed, like just descended upon Aldi. There was this one gentleman, God bless him, who stood in front of the egg thing. I kid you not, for two minutes solid. And he would bend over, pick up an egg thing. Open it, check every egg, close it, and put it back. Grab another What's one. What's he looking for? Cracked eggs. Oh. And I was so proud of myself. I'm like, old Steffi would have definitely, you know what I would have yes, done? I Be like, I'm getting eggs now. Like, walked in, <laughs> grabbed them, and gone. I just stood there. And I had Carly, too. And I was just like, dear Jesus, give me strength. Give me strength. Well, here's the deal. You came back, and I came in. And I was yes. like, Stephanie, thank you. Sorry, I, no, no. I interrupted you I, to tell I a very like, mean story. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a thing. And I said, Stephanie, thank you for grocery shopping. Yeah, you did. And I don't know. I don't. And it wasn't about whether you recognize or realize that I'm not looking for like a good job. I'm just like, no, I saw that. And I was like, I think I should say thank you for this. Yeah. Even though it's something you've done and it's become a normal habit. 
So now do I have to say thank you for saying thank you? Um, yes. <laughs> I read ahead on your notes. That's the next step. <laughs> so it's a weird it's a weird thing, but I'm like, oh, here's an example. Like, oh, yeah, you did a thing, and it's just like, and it was super easy, and I felt good, and you felt good. That is like the next step in here, but I don't think that's wrong. Like a third thing you can do is appreciate one thing a day. So if you see something your partner's doing, just say thanks so, once a day. Babe, I'm, I want to, I got to break something to you. All the socks and the pants I've been leaving. It's like a really, really, really long game. Where one, this is your 25 year plan. This is my 25 year plan where after 20 years, I'm just going to be picking it up all over the place and you're going to be so thankful and so happy. And you're no, thinking, you aren't. <laughs> you have such low expectations that it's just going to make it's just gonna be so. We good. have three hampers in our bedroom. <laughs> Two of them are next to your side of the bed. It's just not happening. Oh, That's okay. What if I need to get out fast? <laughs> I want to wear this pants tomorrow. Where else do I put it? <laughs> do you know? Sometimes in the morning, I'll hide them under my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I was making the bed one day, and I was like, why are his pants under his pillow? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I've, I've given up. So here's the thing. Long game, <laughs> expectations. It'll be our daughter's high school graduation party, and you'll be like, where did all your clothes go? I'm like, I'll let you find that out. And you'll be so happy. Um, it'll be bittersweet. My expectations are so low, they could only go up from here. <laughs> I'm wearing you down. That's where I'm getting you right to that that good that sweet spot. I'm gonna turn the corner right on you. So the last thing that I feel you like can... that's an unhealthy method. Whatever. I mean, I've got <laughs> things that I do too. Like it's just part of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last thing that you can do is you can imagine that you were in a relationship with a partner who never engaged of any in any of the positive behaviors that your significant other does. Okay. So if your significant other is doing the dishes and the laundry and you never say thanks for that, imagine the opposite of that where you're with a significant other who just does nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that lets you see a different scenario and then allows you to be grateful for the situation that yeah. you're in today. My clothes on the ground have made you much more nimble in how you walk and you don't trip on things as much so you're welcome well i've given up on i've just given up on the pants sock situation uh, <laughs> i was born this way babe <laughs> i told you once that your mother apologized to me for that right what saint nancy was like i tr- <laughs> she was like i tried his whole life to get him to pick up his pants and his socks and his underwear and she's like i tried bribery and everything she did she was like if you keep all your clothes folded for a week, you can get this thing. And I just could not do it. Yeah, I could it's not fine. do it. <sighs> I'm not digging on you. You no, just I don't know. do it. It so it's like it's not worth my effort. Yeah, it's just, you know, I value our time together. And I what am I doing? Wasting my time putting my clothes away? Come on, babe. It's precious together time. <laughs> I'll just spend my time doing it. <laughs> no, but she had mentioned it and I was like, oh, okay, well, then I won't worry about it. Okay. Like if she spent eighteen years trying to Whatever. I, I'm unbroken. So I focus and I try to focus on the things you do because mm-hmm. you do a lot. Thank you. You yeah. do a lot as well. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so that man and those eggs, let me tell. <laughs> See, the thing was, it wasn't just that guy. There were 15 other gentlemen. Apparently, Monday mornings are when they shop the at all. The problem Aldi. is, is that you and the old Aldi men had different expectations. You know, you're right. 
Um, you should have had them write that down, and then you would have known, <laughs> and then they would have known, and then it would have been good. Maybe. So with Next this, time. with all of this research that you talked about, what of it? What do we do? So I think it's having realistic expectations, being grateful for the things that your partner does, and then sharing with your partner what your expectations are, because odds are they're not the same and you don't know. Yeah, because you're different people. Yep. Well, I think we should go do that. I think it's good. It's Update. simple. Next, next, step. next episode, we'll talk about it. If I just write pants, pants, pants. <laughs> Pants, pants. Not three expectations. You know, know, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll run an experiment and see what happens. Okay. Do you have any other thoughts about the uh, article? What's what's your personal editorial take on that? No, I think it was good and helpful. I liked it because it was like one little thing that you can do to help your relationship. It was just the perfect amount of help. What do you think? It's just that little, I feel like it's a little highlight of, hey, Get on the same. Here's a simple tip for getting on the same page. Yeah. That's just, just like this little thing. It's just like a little tweak. Yeah. Because, but without that, it's like I either expect everything or nothing and I don't know what to do. It's mm-hmm. like, no, just do this little thing. And it just makes everything a lot better. It's true. I think, I think that's good. Good job. Thanks, babe. Good job, babe. Well, thank you. Uh, I think since that's it for your article, I think that makes it time to. Wrap up the episode. I think so. Knock off the rust. We did a good job. I think we got there. We got there. We made it. Had to warm up. Uh, We're getting back in the groove. But thank you so much for listening to Learn to Like Each Other. Uh, Come back. We're going to be getting back on schedule here, coming up through the holidays. It's fall, winter time. It's going to be good. We're going to have a lot of fun things to talk about couples, Halloween costumes, (gasps) family, holidays. What to do? Who cuts the turkey? How do you show your dominance in your in-laws household? <laughs> Just pee in the corner. <laughs> Mark your territory Mark your now. Territory. Do they frown upon that? Lots of good things coming your way every Tuesday here at Learn to Like Each Other. Remember, we are on Facebook, and um, remember check out check out our friend Sam Pod Sam's podcast when it comes out. What next? Later this year, early 2020. Now what? Now, now what? Not what's next. Now what? Um, okay. I think that's it. So, Stephanie, anything else? We hope that after listening to this podcast, you learn that you can like each other very, very, very much. much.